Hello, and welcome to Fan Slash Fiction with Andrew Slash Zach. I am Andrew Gum. And I'm Zach Dunsing. And this episode is very special to me because it involves me openly weeping in a movie theater. Uh, which I did not do because I'm a full-blown adult. Who is dead inside? Fair. Lovely. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I uh I woke up at a coworker's house after <laughs> drinking way too much at Eurovision, which is sort of like the Olympics in American Idol for Europe. And wait, uh, how could it be yeah. both those things? Uh <laughs> in the weirdest, most European way imaginable. Wait, were it you is... in Europe last night? Yeah. In <laughs> my it, heart dude. I was. <laughs> no, we went to a coworker's house. We've got Spanish uh, from Spain, Spanish teachers uh, at the at the school that I teach, mm-hmm. and so Eurovision is a big deal in Europe, apparently. Um, hmm. And uh, we went to this event, and it was really it was fun. It was it was very European, <laughs> but it was but it was really it was really a it was a fun time. And then I fell asleep in someone's guest bedroom, and cool. I'm still wearing those clothes. So good, here we good are. for you. But you're home now. You're not. Rec- you're not doing the podcast from their guest bedroom. Are oh you? no, they're they're out there <laughs> speaking in Spanish and and cleaning up. No, I'm I'm home. I'm home. Yeah. What about Just you? How you doing, man? Uh, I am also particularly hungover. The Fort Houston had their uh, sixth birthday bash last night, and it was uh... kind of bananas. They rented a sound system that was like one level down from the the sound system they used for the main stage at Bonnaroo. <laughs> Holy so it was, it was absurdly loud. Do you want to tell the listening people what Fort Houston is? Oh, sure. Yeah. It's a makerspace that I helped found and work at sometimes uh, where a bunch of dudes cut things out of wood and then sell them to restaurants. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. Zach's pretty cool if you haven't picked that up over the course of the podcast so far. Hmm. Um, another thing I did yesterday was see Puffs the Play, which oh, was great. It's incredible, right? So here's the thing. Uh, I was like 99% sure that you were not going to follow through on your end of this. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a Harry Potter related thing. You think I'm not going to follow through on a Harry I, Potter related thing? Well, here's the thing. Did your did your movie pass work for it? No. It was See? Like 18 bucks. Yeah, it was like fine. 20 bucks and I figured like, that's what I thought. I thought you were going to look, find out the movie pass didn't work and be like, eh. Yeah. Well, I was bummed that MoviePass didn't work, but obviously still going to still Totally worth it, right? Yeah, oh my gosh, totally worth it. In case you haven't won- haven't noticed we're doing an episode on Puffs the Play, the yeah, follow-up it- to the Puffs episode that Andrew talked about. Yeah, so in one of our latest in our one of our last episodes in uh season 1, uh we found this thing Puffs the Play and it was kind of funny but like it funny as an idea, but neither one of us obviously could see it because it's a play. Because it's off Broadway. Saw that there was a Fathom event where they did a live taping mm-hmm. of the play, and then they played it in theaters. So Zach and I obviously went to see it. Yes. And boy, oh boy, I was not disappointed. Yeah. So that's a good thing because uh, 
Hang on a second. I'm kind of peeking here, so I'm just going to turn my levels down a little bit. Yeah, you do you, boo. <laughs> Thanks, Mouse Bonnet. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, that's my gamer tag. If you want to find me, it's Mouse Bonnet 69420. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, kind, I mean, I don't know. I don't I just in my gut I felt for some reason that you weren't going to actually see it and then I felt that I was going to be struggling to try to explain <laughs> all 90 minutes of it to you because oh, I don't boy. know who any of those characters were. I think I, I mean know some of them weren't all of them are Were they all except, actually No, no, no. Character, no. None yeah, of they, the main characters were were real. They're yeah, that's what I thought. Sideline characters. I mean yeah. uh, Justin so, Finch, hey, actually Jay Finch, he's real. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I was fully expecting to have to explain the whole thing to you. So I took like, I would say eight pages of notes during the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I wanted to make it aggressively clear that I was there for a professional purpose and not because I'm a Harry Potter fan. All I brought with me to that was a shit-eating grin that I wore (laughs) the entire time. I was fully unscientific about the entire experience. It was amazing. I mean, that said, I was I did enjoy it a lot more than I was expecting to. And I think I'm I'm right on the edge there where like I knew just enough about it that I got most of the in jokes. Um yeah. and a at lot least, of like, them are movie related. Like a lot of them are movie movies. related. Yeah. A lot of them I mean Yeah, I mean a lot of them are pretty uh low hanging fruit, I guess, but Yeah. Uh yeah well, well hey let's just let's just get into it do you want to explain roughly the outline of the play yeah so um if you are tuning in and did not hear the episode puffs the play follows a group of Hufflepuffs. if you're tuning in and did not hear the first episode go back and listen to the first episode because it's on the same website where you found this one yeah I mean it's literally right there like you just have to scroll and click with your thumb come on like mm-hmm. don't be weird Daniel. Wait, so, you click with your thumb? Yeah. Don't you don't you use your index thumb? finger? Well, I what? mean, if I'm scrolling through like a podcast app, you click with your index oh, finger. Oh, sorry. I, I was thinking on my computer, not on my phone. Please oh, continue. I see. All right. You listen to podcasts on your computer like a monster? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe we shouldn't dwell on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, um, regardless of how you click on it, um, Mm -hmm. the Puffs, the Broadway play we talked about before follows a group of first year Hufflepuffs that are in the same uh, the same year as Harry Potter. While Harry Potter is doing all of his crazy Harry Potter adventures and they are just being Hufflepuffs, which is really well known as like the worst house in uh, in Harry Potter. Like it's all the extras. It's yeah. and they play into that trope. And beautifully. they are they are all every character in the play is so dumb. Yeah. They're all and so completely worthless. Yeah, they're so dumb and they're not good at anything. But in the in the midst of all that, you'd think that they'd be like really schlocky mm-hmm. like character or making fun of people for being dumb. But mm-hmm. they really are the heroes in it. They do have and quite like, a lot of heart. Like the the main character Wayne, who I'm a, that's a made up character, and also we're yeah. gonna call him Mike Burbiglia looking motherfucker. Oh, ju- like I was confused at first. I was like, no way, Mike Burbiglia is <laughs> was Mike Birbiglia. Like it took me a long time <laughs> to oh, like realize that it was great. not actually Mike Burbiglia. Like he just like did he gain weight a little bit? Or, anyway, did he gain anyway. weight and get like way less successful? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> so but if I was Mike Birbiglia, I would definitely be in that play because they would have me in it, and yeah. I definitely want to be in that play. So you could pick any badly. any role. Oh my god, I would love to do that show. Yeah, um, no, you would you would thrive in that show, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this character Wayne, uh, he lives in like Utah or whatever, and discovers that he's a wizard. <laughs> Because uh, his uncle just like, or his adopted dad just yeah. didn't tell him. In AKA <laughs> David Cross sounding motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so his his dad is like, you're a wizard, Wayne. And uh, he goes to Hogwarts. He becomes a Hufflepuff. Uh, he's wearing like all of the shirts that he wears are like 90s t-shirts, but they have been changed a little bit, I'm assuming for copyright purposes. So they'll say yeah. things like... <laughs> Teenage Mutant Wizard Turtles or... Yeah, and like, and everything in it is a joke of that. Like, they never, they never fully call anything what it is from Harry Potter. Like, they call this yeah. kid Harry and yeah. Sirius and things like that. But yeah. then other things, like all the houses have different names. It's like the Puffs, Braves, Snakes, and Smarts, which yeah. are just the different Hogwarts houses. So it's, I don't know if it's for... But it's funny. It's not it's it's funny, but it's gotta be for copyright purposes because yeah. they also I mean they but they do call him Cedric Diggory at one point. Yeah, I think that you can use names. I don't know if you can that's copyright not true. names. Yeah, that's no one hundred percent you can copyright characters. That's how like half of anyone gets paid. Yeah, that seems true. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, so it, I don't know. I don't know. I think the... I think it's because they broke it up because they never called him Cedric Diggory, but they they called him Cedric, and then they they made a joke about why they called him Diggory, and he like thrust it in the air because he was talking about banging someone's mom or something, which like nice, yeah. uh, but <laughs> um, so it was weird. Like they did they did a bunch of stuff, or like when they were doing the sorting hat, it was like Potter H or whatever they did. Like they you know they mixed yeah, up the exactly. name so that it wasn't. Yeah, so they weren't they specifically ever say using it. Harry Potter, Cedric yeah. Diggory. They like no. call Hermione like Hermonini and you know, Yeah, right. They like mispronounce that. it, which is funny. Also and both Ron and Hermione yeah. were just played by mops. Yeah. Like one was just this weird hair, like yeah. some hair, and Ron was just a mop with like red, like a yeah. red mop top. It's just the person playing Harry who will call Wednesday Adams looking motherfucker. Yeah. She uh <laughs> She's just carrying the Harry, I mean, yeah, Ron and Hermione around, and they're just two mops that she's playing against the whole time that are literally lifeless. It's great. And the character, so it's kind of like when we did the thing about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like how they, that person clearly had contempt for Mm -hmm. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This is the same, but with Harry. Everyone is so, like, dismissive of Harry as a character. Well, it's like this really drifty, mm -hmm. waifish, like, small girl. Yeah. playing Harry Potter is just like I'm a wizard wow look <laughs> I did it again despite all the odds wow yeah it's like drifts away it's yeah really she'll sad. just like yeah she'll just float in and be like I killed Voldemort again and then float <laughs> out like it's great then, yeah it's really funny her yeah. casting was perfect yeah um, everybody kind of plays multiple characters I mean speaking yeah. of casting so the guy the guy who plays Cedric, aka Tim Curry, looking motherfucker, uh, 
is Did you have these prepared? Because these are really good. <laughs> yes, I spent quite a lot of time on this, actually. Okay, well, it's um, working out great for me. It's a sight gag, so no one else yeah. is getting it. But for me, this is No, delightful. but that's, yeah. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was really good because he played both Cedric and let, we should talk about like what the, the arc of it is for like, basically they spend a time during each year and playing off of each of the books and largely the movies, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he also, once, spoiler alert, Cedric Diggory dies, that guy also starts to play. I'm sorry, did you not know Cedric Diggory dies? No, I just was, I wanted to talk about how they did that. So this we is- will, We will, we'll get to that okay, in a second. Yeah, hang on, hang ahead, on. But so then that guy goes on and plays Voldemort and was so good. So good. Man. So good. But okay, let's so let's why don't you walk us through okay, the so, first four years up until the, the Triwizard tournament or whatever. So just to paint you a picture, I'm sitting in this theater with only the die hardest weirdo oh, Harry so there were fans. Twenty two like, adults in the theater with me. Mm-hmm. And there were so many like audible gasps and like yes. oh like like the yeah. sympathy gasp. Yeah, people were Just, losing yeah. their shit. Same exact thing. Like people yeah. my age and older yeah. were the were the primary audience in this, and people were losing their minds, crying and laughing yeah. out loud. I was among yeah. them for both of those things. I was, so. I was, I suddenly realized that of all the weirdos in there, I was the weirdest because I was just aggressively taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you and all those Harry Potter weirdos were the one that they identified as a weirdo. Yeah. That feels good. Yeah. That feels good. But um, so, yeah. yeah. So, in that group, so among these weirdos, Cedric Degree is like a really popular character. He's like the only notable Hufflepuff, and that's super important to the plot mm-hmm. line of Puffs, is that there's all these doofuses who are bad at everything, and then there's Cedric Degree, who's like the It's a best whole house of Randalls. Yeah, it's they're all Randalls except for Cedric Diggory, who's mm-hmm. like an anti-Randall, but is still yeah. really nice and like is super positive and kind to all the other Hufflepuffs and is really encouraging, and they all look up to him like a hero. And then he dies, and it's like, like because you know all the major deaths in the in the books they touch on some of them, but that is the one that lands so huge. It's like right. That's in the a middle. big one. Yeah, yeah. It's like right in the middle of the play, and like. There were literal tears in this in this satire parody show mm-hmm. about it because it because it really landed. Like it's not just a silly, goofy parody. It's actually really well constructed and funny mm-hmm. and sad. So well, it's because like the the thing about this that's the or the fun, the great thing about it and the way it spin is that like they walk through the first three years and they're just kind of like in the background of everything, figuring out magic they all really like herbology because it's like <laughs> the only <laughs> class that they're good at because it's just about just dumbass like, plants are we gonna look are we gonna look foolish or is it gonna be dangerous it's about plants and they're all like yeah <laughs> yeah so like they walk through the first three uh three years and it's like they they're 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 worthless they're not doing anything all the stuff's happening around them and then year four comes and it's like they're finally in the spotlight. Like the whole thing, the whole joke with the, uh, you'll explain it better than I can, but the, like the coming in third thing. Yeah. The, the winning the house cup. Yeah. Right. So they're like, they're just trying to get into third place. Like that's their <laughs> highest aspiration. And every time they lose points, like they lose points for everything. Like the, 
teachers are constantly taking points away from them. And then they every time it happens, they do like an Inception style horn blow. Yeah, yeah. Like a wah. And uh, that's that's great. So they're like they're randling their way through the first three years, and then they get to year four, and it's like the puffs are finally in the spotlight because Cedric Diggory has gotten gotten into the Tri Wizarding tournament. Um, also, full disclosure, I did not realize he was a Hufflepuff until I watched this movie <laughs> or play. What? That's like his whole thing. He's like the only good Hufflepuff, and then he dies. Yeah, and I guess I just assumed that he was too good to be a Hufflepuff. That's so funny. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, well, because I also I, I I'm more I mean I'm it's been a long time since I read the books, and I'm more familiar with the movies, and I just remember them like doing that thing in the baths, which was actually done really well in the play. Yeah. Uh, and I, for some reason, I thought that was specific to. Uh, Harry's house. Why? Am, what were they called? The Gryffindors. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna cut that part out. <laughs> For some reason, I thought that the baths were specific to Griff- Gryffindor. I don't know. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, but go ahead. Oh yeah, it just so they so it finally happens. They're finally in the spotlight, and there's like midway. It, they spend the most most of the play. Or not sorry, not most of the play, but they spend more time in year four than any of the other years during the play because mm-hmm. that's like they're finally making it like everybody's super excited to be around exactly because that's like the Cedric, one moment they go to the, the dance they do all that stuff shine and you get to see yeah. wayne the, our main character really idolizing yeah. cedric and developing a friendship yeah. with cedric yeah and cedric and everybody who's watching the play obviously knows cedric dies from the beginning and so they keep on milking it it's like as soon as i'm done with this tri-wizard tournament yeah. not, they don't say tri-wizard they say three wizard tournament um, yeah. Then I'm gonna teach you everything I know because you're yeah, a great right. guy, Wayne, and we're gonna be friends. And then he, you know. Also, keep in mind this guy has the same energy as Tim Curry. Yeah, but but like a really intense, like silly, yeah. joyful energy. It's yeah, 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 yeah. They set up. But one I also I really <laughs> I really like that gag where they're watching the Triwizard Tournament and it's the 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 underwater part. Yeah, and they're all they're all standing in the. Uh, in the bleachers or whatever, and everybody, all the wizards jump in the water, and they're like, "Woo!" Wait, so now we're now for an hour and a half. We just watch yeah. a lake, <laughs> just watching a lake. <laughs> it's like for the first because they apparently are doing a Kickstarter to make a movie or whatever. Yeah. Uh, well, no, that, don't you think that's what we watched? Oh yeah, that's definitely what we watched. What am I saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but I would totally pay to watch that exact cast with like special effects doing a low, like a low budget recreation. No, I think that would cheapen it. Yeah, you're I think right. like the stage trick that would be worse. Is, is very funny. yeah, because I think it's also it's like shot really well for totally. you know. Totally. It, they didn't phone in that aspect of it, which I thought was really cool. It's done very well. It's really it's really good yeah. and funny. And it points out all sorts mm-hmm. of really silly things from the book. But mm-hmm. this is one of the things that I would say about a piece of fan fiction, which this definitely is, um, yeah. is you can tell that even when it's making fun of it, it comes from a place of almost worship of the source material. Like Oh, 100%. It is... It is such a loving takedown of Harry Potter. Like, they clearly, ugh, they they and I, through them, just love, like, the story so much that they're examining all the strangest corners of it. Yeah. It's great. Well, they, yeah. Like, there's, like, there, there's a guy in it who does just in 
unbelievable Alan Rickman impersonation. Oh, he's so like just an over funny. the top. He's so funny. Over the top mumbling Alan Rickman <sighs> that is just like it's so f-ing good. They have a uh, sex uh, sex ed with Professor Snape oh, yeah. scene. <laughs> And then at the post credits, they do all the different versions. Because a lot of it, apparently, for the show, they have the information they need to get across, but then yeah. they let the actors improvise things. So, like, yeah. Harry Potter will just say a dumb thing about Harry Potter whenever he, like, walks in about himself. Uh-huh. So, like, this actress, it shows, like, a linearama of all the different things she says at this one particular part. Mm-hmm. My favorite is... I, I didn't see this part. Oh, yeah. It's during the credits. So it shows you Damn. like all the bits that are improvised at different points in it. So she will just say something about being Harry Potter. So what she said was like, do you remember when the nurse took all of my bones out of my arm and then I had no bones and now <laughs> I have all new bones. Hey, Cedric, love your bones. And then just <laughs> walks away. It's so great. Oh, man. It's so so can great. We, can we talk about my favorite scene then? Please. I will talk about so this there for was, longer than the average episode, and this is supposed to be a mini I, episode. <laughs> let's, yeah, I mean, we're just going to have to milk this, and I'll cut it down. But like, because there is, there's really so much to talk about here. I know, but like, so my favorite scene, I was, I was literally crying, laughing, uh, which I can't remember the last time that happened to me. Obviously, because I'm a bitter, bitter soul. I, but, I was at multiple points, <laughs> so know that I'm with you. No, it the the part where that character comes in and a little disclaimer comes up on the on the screen oh, that says yeah. the the actor in this scene is allowed to say and do whatever he wants and he just jumps into that insane story that I guess is just the movie 27 yeah. dresses. <laughs> so for like three and a half minutes, he's just telling this story like he's one of the characters in 27 dresses and then caps it off with him getting married to Katherine Heigl from 27 yeah. dresses. And then it's like, but then she found out I was 16 and a wizard and I had to come here. So now I'm really pumped out. And that's it. Zach Smith. Oh, so good. Wait, is Zach Smith an actual character in Harry Potter? Oh, yeah, Zach Smith. Zachariah Smith okay. is, yes. Yeah. He's the the kid that does the sports commentating for Harry Potter. Oh, so that's right. Because like, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's the whole thing is they set it up like it was a, it was a sports thing and that Zach Smith was going to come in and like, I don't know, teach them how to fry, bl- fly brooms or whatever. Yeah. But then he just jumps into that like <laughs> insanely long aggressive retelling of yeah, his whole goal is to make the dresses. other actors on stage break and laugh yeah and so you know that a lot of and this it works. is targeted just at trying to get them to break and it's so yeah. funny it was really so good, good. Mm-hmm. and then at the end oh i'm so sad that you left during the credits because he does like four more of those you get uh-huh. to see other improvisate so he does one of i think the movie splash where he falls in love with a mermaid <laughs> Uh, and then he does one where he's just doing parkour the whole time. And then whatever that Brazilian dance fighting is, but he's like teaching. The Capo Guerra. Yeah. That's ex- whatever you just said is correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. And oh God, like. That's great. I mean, he, he was funny. He did. I didn't have a name for him, unfortunately, 
Because he didn't look like anyone. Yeah, he was Jay Finch. Oh, yes, oh, I see. Right. I see your names. Your your eerily specific and accurate <laughs> physical descriptors. Yes. He to me, yes. he just looks like a grown up kindergartner. He's got his head's a little too he did, big. He's yeah. got an underbite. He's very he's very energetic. I do have the actor's name somewhere. Nick Carrillo. Yeah. Well, Nick Carrillo, you were very very funny, and I loved mm-hmm. it. We should send them a link to this because we loved them. I don't know if they will care, but we should. I feel anyway. like you. Oh, you mean the Puffs people? Yeah, the Puff people. I thought you were Puff people. I thought you were, t- you were talking about our audience. We should send. Them. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I was like, yeah. Wait, are you, you recording? Fundamentally, this? <laughs> not understand how this works. I thought we were just talking about a dope thing. What, like, yeah, why'd you no. have to bring an audience into it? Oh, jeez. <laughs> um. Okay, so do you want to do you want to walk us through like the last three years, and then maybe we'll we'll go over highlights? Yeah. Okay. So after Cedric Diggory dies, um, it kind of mirrors the events in the book because in book five of Harry Potter or movie five of Harry Potter, if you've read or seen, you know that mm-hmm. that's like the angstiest year, and they make a lot of really good jokes about mm-hmm. that. That like it's this huge long book where almost nothing happens, and it's just Harry Potter being like a total like asshole the whole Angsty, time. Yeah. So our character Wayne. Because that's what because that's what Wayne does. Yeah, yeah. Our character Wayne has just seen Cedric Diggory die as well, and was like his hero, and so he's totally given up, doesn't care um, anymore. Like wears all black, and it makes a joke how in the movies, basically after book four, nobody is in uniform ever again. So I guess just oh, yeah, uniforms right. <laughs> aren't a thing anymore, and they never like yeah, we can just wear regular clothes, <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because. That yeah. that is never explained in the movies at all, nor is it yeah. you know in the books. Um, so uh, yeah, he's wearing all black and is super depressed. So you get to see him becoming less and let like less and less enthusiastic, feeling like he's going to be a hero because uh, he thinks he's like a chosen one kind of a person, but he's obviously not. That's Harry. Um, and then yeah. one of his friends who are kind of the mirror image of Ron and Hermione for Wayne. Except, is this... except that one of them is like a math genius and <laughs> right. now it's completely worthless because that's, yeah, so that's funny. a really good joke. He's like, I'm really smart. I'm good at math, but there's no math here. It's so funny. <laughs> uh, it's really funny. And then um, this other character who's kind of like Hermione is this emo goth like doesn't want to be a puff because her mom's an evil witch and she just wants her mom to come and see that she's like, like strong and tough, just like she is. But you get to see her progress. And we'll, we'll call her, um, actress from players back off mother. That is a deep cut reference that I will have to research. I've I've never even seen that show. Yeah. Oh, haters, haters back off. Haters. Haters back off. Oh yeah. What did I say? Layers? Yes, that's right. We'll have to run that back to the tape to know what you said. But yeah, I know, yeah, she does look like that actress. Actually, like not 100% sure it isn't the same person. Yeah, totally could be. That would be awesome. Anyway, she, uh, you get to see her arc of like basically becoming softer and kinder and accepting friendship and helping each other out, mm. which is what the puffs are really about, which is why it isn't yeah. just making fun. Like... The whole point of it well, is it does. you can be super brave or super smart or whatever, or you can just be a good person who's trying your best, yeah. and that's okay. It was really nice. Yeah, I mean, it does do that great thing of going back to like 
all the founding members of the school. Mm-hmm. And they, they have that kind of running gag where like, I'll take all the students who are brave and I'll take all the students who look like they will throw a glass of white wine in your face <laughs> and I'll take all the students who are smart. Uh, and then it gets to the Hufflepuff person and she's like, I'll take, uh, huh, I don't know. Or whatever, and it just kind of runs that on until the end when it's like, I'll take everybody else. Because – You know, like all the other people. Like why would you want to just be brave or just be smart or just be like an asshole when you can be everything else? Which is really nice. It's like a very holistic – and then, oh, geez. Okay, so we get to see her arc, this Hermione stand-in, becoming softer and kinder. uh, And you get to see Wayne's arc of basically giving up on the idea of being a hero at all. He's just trying – to be a good person and good for his friends. And yeah. then uh, we finally get to the point where it's the Battle of Hogwarts. And and at this point, sorry, at this point, Tim Curry looking motherfucker is doing an incredible Voldemort with just a bit of tape over his nose. Yeah, and like a little shower cap that makes his yeah. hair green. And he's just wearing he's... a silk kimono that's kind of open. It's so <laughs> funny. He's he's so good. Like he milks the shit out yeah, of it, and it's, it's really really good. Oh man, it was so good. And um, mm-hmm. so <laughs> I love that part where he's like, "Excuse me, I'm off to kill a boy. <laughs> I'm going to go kill a baby." Ooh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. Anyway, so we get to this this final battle, and this is where like the real heart in the story comes out. Is uh, it's that moment where all of the people are deciding, are they going to stay and fight or are they going to like run home and all the, you know, Slytherins run home because they're the bad guys and they make a joke about that too. But the Hufflepuffs in the books mostly stay and there's this whole conversation, mm-hmm. should we stay or should we go? It's like, we're not even good at magic. We've been terrible at this the whole time. We're the dumb ones. Why would they even want us to stay and fight? And they're like, why would we fight and die for Harry Potter? And then Wayne says, it's like, we won't die for Harry Potter. We'll die for each other. And then I'm just crying. And then they all die. Then they all die, <laughs> except for the Ron and Hermione stand-in characters. And who Wayne are in love dies, at this point? Too. And it's so yeah, exactly. Just like Ron and Hermione, they have a love story. But oh right, um, yeah. Then oh, this is maybe the most brilliant element from the whole thing. So Wayne, mm-hmm. who's kind of been this completely forgotten character, like the opposite of Harry Potter the whole time, the most unchosen one ever, mm-hmm. he dies and he accidentally stumbles into Harry Potter's death dream when he dies and goes <laughs> sees Albus right. Dumbledore, where it's like, ooh, this isn't actually set up for you. This is more of a hairy thing. And he's like, well, what was it all for? Like, why? Like, I just am going to be dead now and no one's going to remember my name. I'm just going to be some kid who died at school. And there's this kind of beautiful thing of it's okay to live and die and have just been a good person. Just have tried your best. And that's that's okay, too. And then Dumbledore kind of, like, shuffles him out to make way yeah. for Harry Potter's, like, moment and then resurrection and gets to be, like, the chosen one and the hero. But Wayne doesn't. He just stays dead. It's yeah. great. And that, that sounds like it would be, like, a downer of an ending, but it isn't. It's, like, the whole point of being a Hufflepuff is that you're not that spectacular. You're You're just trying to be good. 
you know? Ugh, it's great. I loved it, man. Which uh which are you? Oh, truthfully, I mean truthfully I'm probably a Hufflepuff in reality. That's uh I'm not kind of what I was thinking. I'm not that brave. I'm definitely not very cunning or ambitious. I mean, we're making a podcast about fan fiction, so we're not that ambitious. The bar is not super high. Yeah, I mean, but I just think it's like all of the ethic in it and the heart of it is very, it's very pro just wherever you're at, whoever you are, whatever your level of ability is. It's like the fact that you are kind to each other, you're there for each other, you try to help other people out. Like, that is heroic in and of itself. Spoken like a true Hufflepuff. Totally. They're very anti the exceptionalism of Gryffindor. So they make a whole joke. For example, Zach earlier was talking about the first act. They're talking about how they're just trying to get to third place. And they do Mm -hmm. it. They get into third place for the House Cup the first time in history. And then Dumbledore just dumps a bunch of points on... Ron, Hermione, and Harry, and it puts For them no in reason. first place, and then the Hufflepuffs get pushed to fourth place. Well, I like that they draw focus on how how arbitrary the points are, too. Yeah, it's like, like 150 points for being friends? What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. Do you want to talk about... Your favorite bits real quick okay. and then we'll, yeah. so we'll wrap there, it up? Yeah, totally. So there were a few things. Like basically your favorite like kind of inside jokes. Oh, that's a good one. Um, let me think. Uh, some of the things that I really loved throughout the whole thing were the the story structure parallels that they built in. Mm-hmm. So obviously you got Wayne and his two friends that are sort of like Ron Hermione. It's sort of like a Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead thing too, where you mm-hmm. see that Wayne is inadvertently setting a lot of things in motion, which is a you know apparently something that every piece of fan fiction does is you take these characters or you know a reimagining of a world and you make them responsible. Like he's responsible for making Harry into such an asshole in fifth mm-hmm. year because he's already feeling all you know jilted. Um, mm-hmm. I love that. I love all of the the jokes about it being in the 90s where it's like, oh, hey, yeah. we don't really use owls anymore because we have AOL Instant Messenger and that is way <laughs> faster. <laughs> well, doesn't he at some point, I think it's in his rallying speech, he calls them the Mighty Ducks 2 of wizards yeah, or of houses. And he's, yeah, he's so funny. There's this, he's always referencing new movies that just came out and they're all movies uh-huh. from the 90s which is funny which is all for some reason it's so simple but it's always funny yeah it is i think this was kind of a 90s thing i like that the sorting hat was just one of those fortune teller folded paper yeah, things that was really funny and and silly like just kind of how dumb and arbitrary it is yeah i really like too all the like all the times where they were like jesus h merlin christ <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Or like, oh my wizard god. <laughs> I loved that <laughs> like, too. So stupid, uh, but so funny. Yeah. This is a hard thing because my my gut is just telling the audience, you have to see this, but they literally can't because it's an off-Broadway play. And I only had a two-day run in theaters. Yeah. Man. But if there's a way for you to see it. Like that, that's not what this, this show is not about reviewing things. It's not meant to be a review, but I just so much enjoy it. I would say if you're, if you're a fan of Harry Potter in even a mild way, it would be very worth your while. I did, uh, as a result, get Sarah's, uh, sister to go see it. So she, she's a super fan (sighs) and loved it. Well, we should talk to her. 
Bobby, we, I mean me, and you could sit there and just be like, you guys are dweebs. And we'd be like, yeah, yeah we are. I'm going to go whittle something. <laughs> I'm going to go make a brand. Yeah, that is uh, that is much more your speed. You make things out of wood, and I read Harry Potter erotica, and that is you know, what really holds us together as friends. Yeah, that's why it works, man. Yeah. You're my better half. <sighs> well, um, what about you? What's one standout moment other than just Voldemort being the man? Oh, I liked... Um, I like when they went to the Leaky Cauldron and were drinking butterbeer and it all had Land O'Lakes um, butter really labels funny. on it. Yeah. Which is very just silly. Beer bottles with Land O'Lakes on the front. Yeah. And, well, and, and they, they all a, just got shit-faced. And they did a knockoff of I get knocked down, but I get up again, but they put in like Hufflepuff lyrics. I totally forgot about that. And they kept on making references to like, you are 13. This is way not age appropriate for any of the things that they're doing. Like the adults are really not helping. Kids keep dying yeah. in the adults aren't doing anything and then, and they're like oh hufflepuff this is another one like they kept on bringing back like hufflepuff emergency formation whatever and then they would just huddle together it's like don't hurt us please be <laughs> right. our friend don't hurt us please be our friend uh it's so funny because that is my emergency procedure as well i just ask people not to hurt me and to be my friend mm -hmm. <laughs> And mostly it works. So far. So far, so good. I like that um, Mad-Eye Moody just had a giant googly eye yeah. over his face. Oh, that God. was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, also we should say that it's not just the Snape guy that does a perfect impression. Everybody does perfect impressions. Oh, yeah. So Minerva McGonagall was perfect. The Sprouts teacher or Sprouts uh, herbology teacher. Madam Hooch Sprout. Her name is sprout something i think yeah you're but, asking uh, the wrong guy yeah <laughs> anyway the herbology teacher her impression was perfect snape was obviously perfect mad eye moody was perfect the they make a big funny joke out of when dumbledore started being played by a different actor oh like, right and like i'm telling you that is not the same guy like the headmaster and, looks different this year <laughs> yeah, and then they have a different actor come out and play him and like tonally, those two performances are super different. Michael Gambon is way different than whoever died in the first two movies. What was that guy's act? What was that actor's oh, name? Oh man, if you hadn't asked me, I could tell you. Yeah, I'm sure that's true. Anyway, they they just it was so loving and so good, and I loved it the whole thing. Yeah, no, it was good. They nailed they nailed all the performances. I mean, like, cause cause there's only like I would say six or seven people doing everybody, and they did a really good job of of swapping out parts and and basically just like especially all the the instructors like just nailing all of those performances um but it was good yeah i laughed yeah i laughed so hard and cried full-blown tears of sadness so i mean a literal i laughed i cried kind of a a performance so can i, I tell oh, you wait. how relieved i am that i didn't have to see this with you <laughs> oh you would have it would have ruined the experience for you you would have just like been so distracted by my joy that it would have made you close up like the black gates of mordor yeah i just would have uh, started even more aggressively taking notes just to try to distance <laughs> yeah, myself not even looking just leaning yeah. away and writing things down yeah yeah, I know I loved it because my first move was to call my sister and geek out just like I am now, but to her because yeah. she's another huge dork like me. So, yeah, because I wanted to call you, but then we had to do it for a podcast. Yeah, right. So. And I also, 
was fully not expecting you to, to watch it for some reason. Yeah, that's a little hurtful. I think that maybe that speaks to my follow through in previous engagements we've had, and I'll maybe. accept it. <laughs> um, any final thoughts? Um, just that I'm excited that we did this as a mini episode, and mm-hmm. we're going to make a few more mini episodes that are just as weird and specific, so get ready. That's right. Uh, good night, Zach. Good night, Andrew. <laughs> oh, by the way, the the um the play was written by Matt Cox, uh-huh. who I looked up later and wrote down long-haired James Vanderbeek looking motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> good, good to know. <laughs> Hello there. This is Andrew. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to hear more of this stuff, go to fanfiction.show or anywhere else you go to get your podcasts. You can also contact us at zandrew at fanfiction.show and our Twitter and Instagram are fanfic at fanfictionshow. Um, this week we did Puffs, as you just heard, um, and the only real exciting news is that Langston Belton, the guy who played Oliver in Puffs, who's kind of the Ron equivalent, liked an Instagram post that we made. So I guess we're done now. That's basically all of our life goals achieved in one fell swoop. So goodbye. <laughs>